Welcome, everybody, to the Easy Sports Podcast. It is Friday, mm-hmm. uh, April 12th. We're recording this at 11.30 at night. Yeah, really good call on our parts. Yeah. <laughs> We're not at all sleep deprived. Mm. We didn't. That de- We definitely didn't go out last night and get really drunk and then, you well, know. One of us did. One of us did. One of us made <laughs> poor choices last night. That's fine. Um, <laughs> and it wasn't me. No, it was 100 percent Emma. Don't don't let don't let her fool you. It mm-hmm. was definitely you. Um, <laughs> but we're here. It's late on a Friday, so I have beer sitting in front of me. You opted out. You were like, I did opt out. Yep. Um, but gotta stay professional, you know. Yeah. <laughs> really. <laughs> We have to. We have to just stay. We have to keep this mystique up that we're yeah. so professional. It's the ambiance. Yeah. Okay. Is that is that the right word? It adds to our aesthetic. You know. Oh yeah. It's it's a it's a complete vibe. We need everyone to know how serious we are. <laughs> we're we're so professional, guys. We promise. Um, well, one of us is. Yeah, one of us is. Um, but. Uh, let's think. Today we're going to talk about KU players leaving. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I had to think about this. We talked about it two seconds <laughs> yeah, before like, we started recording. Not even two seconds um, before. We're going to talk about KU players and some players in general that are just declaring for the draft. Mm-hmm. Some that were obvious and some that were like, shit. Um, and then we're going to talk a little bit of recruiting, what we're thinking is happening and what's going on. We're going to talk about the Stanley Cup playoffs because they are the best playoffs in all of sports, and I'll fight anyone to the death on that. <laughs> oh, God. Um, That's dramatic, it feels like. No, no, no. I'm, we we got to be serious about this. Um, Is Game of Zones just getting to your head right now? Game of Zones might be in my mind a little bit. <laughs> Everything's just a fight to the death now. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you haven't watched the new Game of Zones, go check that out on YouTube. It's I was introduced to it today uh, by you, obviously. Really good. Mm-hmm. Very funny. The first episode covers the whole uh, Jimmy Butler debacle <laughs> when he was in Minnesota. Which um, we also covered extensively. Which but which we covered extensively. But outside of that, you got to hear what I hear when I record the shows. We got some new oh, equipment yeah. in with us that'll so help us weird. with interviews. Um, and you got to listen to yourself and talk into the microphone and hear how it varies. Right. So when Zach does the show, he has headphones on and he is listening to our audio, making sure that everything sounds good because he's good at technology. And so he's like, as we're going through, you know, making sure that it's all good. Um, when he probably should be hiring a producer or something to do anything for us. We should um, probably have someone because like. I, I, it's this juggling act of me making sure like everything's good audio wise and then still staying on track right. in the conversation. Yeah. Um, I wish we had someone to do it for us. Right. But then I got to try it for the first time today and like before we started recording because I hated it. Mm-hmm. It's weird because you hear yourself. I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it because it's not like there's a delay or anything like you're hearing yourself in real time, but it's your own voice like right in your ears and yeah. it's really loud yeah and also for someone who like struggles with hearing like it's so loud and it's just like an in your face kind of moment i don't know it's weird it can it can be definitely if there's any sort of latency on it too like if we ran it through the software um and avoiding getting bogged down in the technical stuff where you talk and then it delays like a second and you hear yourself after that is right horrible that is so painful to deal with and right. like, try to handle. Which was um, a huge problem at our old place, but mm-hmm. 
yeah, now it's had. less so hopefully <laughs> hopefully less so um but enough ranting enough side quick <laughs> enough ranting it's been a minute now. <laughs> I mean, it's been four minutes and oh forty God, seconds. Is it really? Yeah. Um, I was so off. I'm so sorry, you guys. <laughs> I was so off on that estimation of time. Yeah. That that's on me. We we may as well just disband the show. You know, what? I should just hand in my letter of resignation <laughs> now. That's the line we're drawing. <laughs> We've drawn a lot lawn. We've drawn a line in the sand. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, this week uh, and last week had a lot of people declaring for the draft some that were shocking some that yeah. weren't Diedrich Lawson declared for the draft from KU we'll start yeah. there yeah um from KU Diedrich declared for the draft not surprising no of course not at all like he sent out his stuff and unfortunately in his post he used like the lowest quality images in the world <laughs> like yeah, I thought my phone sure. was just delayed I'm yeah. like oh it's just still loading I like I let it sit for like three or four minutes yeah and I'm like, oh, all right. This isn't, all right, I finally just used really low quality photos. Um, so someone hooked Diedrich up with some good photos of himself. Right. Um, and then. Quentin Grimes. Quentin Grimes, which I was, <sighs> I, I had very mixed feelings about. I also have mixed feelings about it. But for me, the bigger story there is KU fans, what the hell? He had to disable comments on his Instagram post because Did people really? were yeah people were coming at him so hard he had to disable comments. Oh, I didn't know that. I, yeah, I was coming at it. I guess I sort of I didn't find out about it through Instagram, so I, I didn't neither even did check I. His Instagram um, stuff. No, I just saw it on Twitter. There were several people who were saying like, "We need to stop dogging on Q. Like he's doing what's best for him, and you know if he feels like this is the right move, it's probably the right move. Like let him live." And yeah. I was like, "Wait, are people really being mean about this?" So yeah. I went and checked his Instagram, and his comments were disabled. Like they were all gone. Oh my god! Yeah, people are people can be super shitty. I mean, he didn't have the most productive year in the world. We, no, obviously. He I mean, was not good. Right. And we've been vocal about that that we thought, you know, it wasn't a good year for him, but we're not going to just attack the dude. Right. We're not going to be like, make. "Oh, you were shit and also you're an idiot." Like some people were saying. I mean, yeah. people took screenshots of the comments. They were pretty vicious. Jesus. Like surprisingly so. Everyone needs to chill the fuck out. Exactly. It's fine. Like it, it's not that deep. As you right. always say, it's not that deep. Yeah, that's literally um, my tagline in life. Um, but yeah, that's wild. I, I was just shocked. Like here, here's where I said he, as we said, he didn't have the most productive season. Mm -hmm. And so it was very sort of this, okay, there's a lot of potential there. He's a good enough athlete. No, we absolutely. know what he can do. We've seen, he was a McDonald's all American, blah, 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 blah. And I know that doesn't always pan out, but he had all the intangibles and on paper, mm -hmm. everything looked good for him to be talented right um and be very productive at this level and at the next level with further development um one interesting comparison that josh brought up to us mm -hmm. uh was that he had basically identical stats to wayne selden their freshman year interesting i didn't they know that virtually identical i mean i wish i had them all in front of me but they were I mean, it was damn close in pretty much every single category. That's crazy. Outside of, I think, assists. Mm -hmm. um, but it was it was pretty remarkable. I mean, they're down to their shooting percentages. Wow. Like, yeah. Um, so that was really interesting. So for me, I was sitting there and I was like, okay, maybe, you know, 
this is a development project. Like he come, he'll come in. He didn't have the year that he wanted to have, but we've seen guys come in and have a meh first year and then turn it around and be pretty damn good. Like Wayne was right. And like for me, and this is obviously coming from a place of someone who knows everything there is to know about basketball. Of course. Um, I've played at the highest level. <laughs> I know. Of course, yeah. I know what I'm talking about here. Um, WNBA star. Right. Yeah. yeah, obviously, I'm the dark horse of the WNBA. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, I would want to stay an extra year and develop a little bit more. Right. But that's I don't know. That's just me, and that I. But obviously, I don't have options sitting in front of me of like, hey, do you want to go to the NBA? Right. So very different situation. And I think for an eighteen-year-old kid, it's kind of hard to. No, it's got to be see an option difficult. to go to the next level and start making money. Um, he'll he'll. I could see a team picking him up. So let let's let's move past it, mm-hmm. and let's now go in with the full intention okay he is going to leave kansas he's not coming back um obviously there are new ncaa rules in place where you can still come back and maintain your eligibility after you hire an agent blah 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 (laughs) but let's say he's not coming back that this is a done deal Mm -hmm. when he goes to the league i i the only way i see a team picking him up is if they're saying you know, this is someone who we're worth taking a chance on, who could be a project. Like, he has the athletic ability, he has the intangibles, so let's develop him within our organization and then posting him in the G League for a little. Sure. Because he's not, let's be honest, he's not going to be a guy right now who's going to get drafted and start making an impact at the highest level. Wait, wait. So you're telling me that Quentin Grimes is not going to be the next LeBron James in this year? I am telling I yes, I am telling you that Quentin Grimes will not start an NBA game next year. It's a bold take, Zach. I know. Hot, I, the I, hottest of takes. I thought he was going to be the MVP. Wow. That's just me. Well, <laughs> I would save that money that you were going to place a bet on for okay. that and uh do anything else with it. <laughs> okay. I mean, maybe crack. Like, you know, you could you could do whatever. Um but no, but seriously, like we wish him the best of luck and yeah. all the success in the world. And I think it sucks that people are giving him crap because he's going to be, I think he's going to be very talented and I think he's hopefully going to do great things. Um, it, so yeah. And that's the thing. I don't think it's a question of it, whether or not he has the talent. I think it's whether or not, cause I, I don't know. Every time I watched him in a game, he it, it felt kind of timid. Sure. Like it felt like he couldn't like there were opportunities where I'm like, pull up, take that shot. Like, no, definitely. He's got to build his confidence. I think that's fair to say. And so I think uh, it's not for me a question of his talent. It's can he execute? Can he start performing at the level that he is very capable of performing at? Yeah. Because like we said before, he came into this year and he was projected to be a lottery pick. Which is kind of crazy to think about. Like, right. looking at the season he had, the fact that he was projected, I don't know. That's crazy. I mean, he was a top 10 McDonald's All-American. So I know. That's why it's crazy. Yeah. Um, the next player that declared, mm-hmm. um, but made it very clear, even in the post, <laughs> I was just gonna bring that up. highlighted <laughs> that he will be maintaining his eligibility. Literally, you can read the highlighted text, and I saw this on Twitter, and it reads, don't give, don't shit on me like you did, Q, because he's like, I still have options. Like, that right. was basically, the highlighted text was, 
I'm still maintaining my eligibility. Right. And I will be hiring an agent, but I can still come yeah. back, everyone. Right. Chill out. It was so clear, which is, I mean, good call. <laughs> yeah. For sure. You definitely want, especially at this time, like the highest level of transparency that you can ma- manage. I think that that was really important. Um, I was really shocked by this. Mm-hmm. We should probably say who it is. It was, if you don't know, it was oh, Devon Dotson. Yeah. Sorry. I thought um, we already said that. No. Um, but he was our freshman point guard this year who played phenomenally my favorite player this year yeah he by a lot he had an outstanding season um yeah so devon is declaring for the draft but like we said has made it super clear i don't think he's going i don't think he's gonna wind up no i think he's coming back i really hope so like like i I hope that he comes back i mean i gen because i just genuinely i don't know i don't see it to where he has built he's done amazing things for his draft stock this year and proved to everyone oh, how talented yeah. he is. Oh, yeah. Um, And how he is the fastest point guard in the country. Um, <laughs> Cheetahs or Devon Dotson? Which is more effective? You tell me. Yeah, I'm not sure. We'll see if that cheetah has ball handling skills, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he... I, I just don't see him, you know, pulling the trigger on this one. I see him almost going to just be like, what do scouts think of my game right now? Right. What are they looking for that I can go back to KU, develop this next year, work on, get better at, and then when I come to the draft, I'm a more appealing pick for them. Yeah, and I think that that makes a lot of sense, and I really hope that that's his move, because I definitely want to see him back at KU next year. I think he's going to do some incredible things if he continues his college career. Because, I mean, coming out of the gate like he did, he set a very high bar for himself, but I think it's clear that he has the talent to exceed all of our expectations. Right. And... He's got great confidence. He seemed to be a leader on a leaderless team. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was just, I was such a huge fan of him. Like, I could talk all day about how much I loved Devon Dotson. Well, he stepped into, if we're being frank about it, he stepped into <laughs> a role that LeGerald Vick was supposed to be filling. Yeah. He was supposed to be the guy that was the leader of the team, the senior, the only senior, like that big sort of vocal force in the locker room and i feel like devon really had to take over that role sorry just quick interjection um i was thinking about our past point guards and when you said let's be frank about this it Mm. just really made me happy (laughs) so Um. i just wanted to throw that in there (laughs) um but yeah no you're absolutely right uh that was supposed to be legerald vick's role and nobody knows what happened there but from an outsider's perspective obviously someone who knows nothing about the situation it looked like it just kind of fell apart right. and you're right. He stepped in when he was needed and he really made a name for himself. Really one on of the campus. only people who answered the call Yeah, on that in any sort of a leadership position. As far as we could tell, we don't know what's going on of in course. the locker room, things like that. But um, from the court. And I mean, there's certain things like, I don't think it's fair to ask a Baji who has been redshirted, you know, and then they burn his red shirt. You can't ask that guy to fill a leadership role. You have to ask the guys on the team right then and there to step up and i i mean i think he did that right and i think that's also a big thing that improved um his stock in the draft right i think and another thing that i'm gonna just play over and over in my head to try to convince myself that he's not leaving is after we got eliminated from the tournament against auburn they cut to him and he was devastated devastated. yeah wow we spent way too much time together (laughs) we've done that like 10 times tonight he was gutted like, you could just see the emotion. You saw how much he cared about the school and about his team. And so I, I'm 
using that as like fuel to keep convincing myself that he's not going to leave. Um, even though, you know, kind of hard to say at this point. Um, yeah. I mean, we know nothing, but it looks like he might not leave. And I think that the highlighted text in that post, if we're really going to analyze the situation, I think that that told me like, I'm testing the waters. I'm not leaving. Relax. Right. I really hope that's what it was. And that could just be my like, preference for the situation influencing it or whatever but i really we're, hope we're that shaping it, it in a way where it's positive for us in right. a way that we want to hear it um <laughs> that's unusual nobody ever does that. yeah nobody's ever done that before in the history nope. of man um we're so original <laughs> but outside of them uh legerald vick is obviously going to the draft he was a senior he has mm-hmm. no more eligibility sure um i don't really know much about his situation where he's working out at anything um it basically like hasn't been a peep from him since he left the team not really he released that one video um saying thank you jayhawk nation and blah 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 blah. but um outside of that really nothing haven't really heard a whole lot from legerald vick so i'm very curious to see what's going on with him um and the other ones that i wanted to bring up just because i saw really stupid comments about it Mm -hmm. online were when R.J. Barrett declared for the draft and, like, when Zion, like, and him had it be known that they were going to the NBA draft. (gasps) I know. What? And I saw, like, three or four Duke fan accounts that were, like, I saw one that was, like, unbelievable, no loyalty here, blah, 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 blah. No, no. We all thought that Zion was going to stay all four years. Right. He was going to get that degree. He was going to... You know? (laughs) He, he was going to be really, the senior leader on this team. Right. That was the expectation going into the season. I can't believe he didn't live up to that expectation. I know, unreal. But I'm like, God, dude's like no, he's the one no and done loyalty. He's the one and done of one and dones. I right. mean, like he's had the most press. I think it's fair to say of any one and done I've ever seen mm-hmm. in my life. Like potentially any college basketball player that I've been around to see. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Everyone was it's talking nuts. about what he was going to do in the NBA. That that was the story. Right. The story was like, wow, this kid's a monster. He's going to kill it at Duke. But next year. And that's where my, that I think that's why that comment bothered me so much is that I'm like, was there ever really a perception? Did you like, cause I just, I almost wanted to sit that person down in front of me and just talk to him and be like, did you just actually, fly him out? <laughs> right. Did you honestly have the perception that this guy was going to stay and be a four year player at Duke? Like, Wait, wait, what part of this season or any of the dialogue that the media has had about him um, or anybody's had about him gave you that idea? Here's my theory. Okay. This dude sat down in a literal echo chamber mm-hmm. and he said over and over, Zion will stay. Zion will stay. Gotcha. Zion will stay. He's he trying to speak himself. it into existence. Exactly. Right. He was a one person cult. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The cult of Zion. Sure. He, right. That's also ESPN, but that's another story. <laughs> he tried to speak it into existence right. and was really upset when the story wasn't there. Okay. That, yeah, that's I, my theory. I guess, I, think I don't know. I it's completely realistic. I like clicked on like the, his profile. I was so curious. I'm like, who in their right mind is posting this? And like, I clicked on the profile and it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. 
It was like some middle-aged dude. Yeah, paint shoot, me a picture right shooting, now. Shooting like the photo was like him holding the camera like below his nose, like looking down into the lens, just shot up full like double chin and scope. I was like, yeah, that that's pretty much who I thought it was going to be. Sure. Um, And then I, I can't remember his bio. It was like bruised brats burgers. Like, no. A, a bru- it was like bruised. It was so generic it was like bruised brats burgers i'm a real american man or some shit like that and i almost fell i'm really sad it wasn't bruised brats blue devils (laughs) god that would have been good i don't think he's ever thought of something that clever in his entire life hey dude if you're listening i'm a marketing genius (laughs) (laughs) if you're listening emma's the one getting the marketing yeah not me (laughs) i'm Um, the one clearly right yeah better at your degree than (laughs) um but yeah, I just, it was ridiculous. I can't believe it. And then, oh, I, the other one that I was going to say that I, I thought was a joke, but then this person like went on to defend it. Mm-hmm. They listed out why John Morant and RJ Barrett will get drafted before Zion. So they ha- and they had him uh, like the number three pick. And like, I- is that, okay, wait, quick question. Yeah. Is that the coldest take ever in the history of sports? No, no. Skip Bayless still exists. So, um, (laughs) so there's that. Um, but it it is, I just, I, I couldn't, I just couldn't handle that. I just sat down was like, I, when I read that one, I was standing up and I literally sat down to like reread it and then go through the thread. And so I'm looking through the thread and this dude's defending it, like fighting people off on it. Just have, to, like, just have to take a break from life for a second. Yeah, I was like, I was like, well, it's enough Twitter for right now. I'm going to put <laughs> that away. Um, but yeah, there, it just reminds me how irrational people are. Oh, for sure. About every situation. But uh, we, when we come back, we're about our normal stopping point right now. Mm-hmm. When we come back, we're going to talk about the NHL playoffs because I have, what are we going to say, buried myself in hockey over the past couple of days. I mean, I'm trying to look for a hockey pun, but the best I can get is frozen yourself, and that doesn't really work. So uh, well, maybe we'll so, come up with something over break, yeah, yeah. something funnier. Um, but, <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> um, but yeah, buried yourself is probably the best term for it. Yeah, I've I've been drowning in it. Um, which is great. It's my favorite time of year. Run over by a Zamboni? Mm, I don't know. No, it's not better. That nah, doesn't feel. <laughs> no. That's not it. We'll come up with something. But thank you so much for joining us on the Easy Sports Podcast. We will be right back. All right, everybody, welcome back. Um, something you brought up, uh, you were talking to Josh over break, and I think is hilarious, and we definitely didn't think about to talk about, mm-hmm. is that apparently Ty Lu is the front runner for the Los Angeles Lakers head coaching position, and I fucking hope so. Yeah. 
That is phenomenal. I mean, I read that tweet that said that he was the front runner. Or no, it was a Bleach Report article, sorry. And literally my first thought was the reckoning is upon us. Like, I don't I don't know who I, I don't I don't know what Jeannie Bus is thinking. If she's if she's genuinely considering and like that organization is genuinely considering because at this point they don't have a president or an acting president right now because magic's gone. Um, right. Which also what the hell? I yeah. Uh, my bet is there is too much bullshit. And he's like, I'm Magic Johnson. I don't have to be doing this right, right. now. And like he just cashed out. He's um, like, you know what? I've been through enough <laughs> don't need lavar i don't need the i deploy the bad boy pistons i've dealt with shit like i don't yeah, need to handle you, this you just chat with me right <laughs> yeah uh, i've taken a crowbar to the face while trying to you know score a layup so um right. yeah he was not he i bet i guarantee you he just was like nah i'm not dealing with this which fair yeah i totally get it i wouldn't want to deal with it either right. um and especially since he's going to be considered one of the greatest of all time, incredibly successful, regardless whether oh, yeah. he's... I mean, he's in a lot of people's top fives. Yeah, for sure. Easily. Yeah, um, so it's like he's going to be successful regardless, so why stay in a position where, I mean, we're assuming that he was unhappy. We don't know that for sure, but... Why deal with it? Seems very likely. If you don't have to, yeah. why deal with it? Um, but, it, it, I mean, Ty Lue... Ty, the idea of him being the Lakers head coach is so fucking laughable to me. Yeah. Because, yeah, all right, he has a championship ring. Let's be honest about who the head coach of that team was when he won his championship. <laughs> right. It was LeBron. LeBron was the head coach, general manager. Like, those jokes, I know they're jokes, but they're but founded no, in something. Every, everyone knows it. I think every joke has a little bit of truth in it. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's so many parodies about, like, that whole situation. I mean, we just watched one the other night, uh, some YouTube video that parodied lebron after the finals yeah. losses yeah. or whatever like they're really hey, what's funny. that guy's name rbc world or something like that i have no idea he's but so he funny he was cracking me up um but it, 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 i mean it, i always say like every joke is founded in some truth yeah in some way um obviously there's you know bullshit but well I, sure but like if you're making a joke about a specific person or a specific situation like there's a little bit of truth there right and so if we're being real lebron was the coach of that team tyler was just like lebron do your thing and you know what he if he's coming back to los angeles to have that lebron reunite with right. tyler sort of God. deal fine but when they don't make the playoffs again i don't want to hear about it oh, from yeah. anyone because sure. i am just so doubtful of any success in the Lakers' future without acquiring some huge free agents this year. Agreed. And think, thinking about that, too, if you're a free agent right now, do you really want to go play with LeBron? Me, personally? Yeah. Uh, I don't think I would, no. Yeah, I'm not 100% sold that I would want to, either. I, I get he's, you know, he's maybe it's, the greatest player of all time. Right. And... But I think for me, it would be a thing of like similar to Kyrie, I guess, like this was what I always thought his mindset was, is LeBron is always going to be the story, mm -hmm. regardless of what I do, like regardless of anything, LeBron is the story of this team. You want to go to somewhere where like you can at least be in the conversation. Well, you know you, what I mean? You want to be or let's be honest, you want to go somewhere where 
because I would sit there and I would have a hard time not sitting in the locker room every day and feeling like my job didn't depend a little bit on my relationship with LeBron James. Right. That's got to be stressful too. And you like, don't want to have to kiss ass to your teammates. Right. I, I don't want to be like coddling anything that I'm doing. I just want to be able to play and like play my game and, you know, sure. do my thing. I don't want to have to be worrying about, oh, my relationship with LeBron. Granted, we don't know that. It's all speculation. No, of course. But that's where, as an outsider looking in, that's what I would be thinking. I mean, I don't think you can look at the situation and not at least have it cross your mind. Right. Like, there's a reason that Tyron Lue's coming back. Mm -hmm. And is it because he's the greatest coach to have ever lived and LeBron is like, I have to have this guy? Some would say he was the Greg Popovich of the East. (laughs) (laughs) Some would say that. Some would say. Um, (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, that's not the reason that he's coming back. Right. So there's got to be some ulterior motive, Mm -hmm. which... And, like, I'm also, like, I'm not even faulting him for this. No. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, you can't. do what you got it. Yeah. There's nothing to fault him for. Right. I just don't want this to sound like we're LeBron bashing because we're not. Right. At all. I. It's, this is just from our perspectives. And, like, even me, like, with, with what I was saying, I, you don't even need to be the superstar of a team, but, like, you at least want to be in the conversation. But it, I would think. Well, and he, here's where I'm sitting too. I think there are more attractive options than going to LA and playing with LeBron. Right. There, There's a possibility, and it's all speculation because nothing's happened yet, that this summer Kyrie will leave Boston, KD will leave Golden State, and they're going to link up in New York and both be Knicks. And then the Knicks have, uh, I think they're in line to potentially get the first pick in the draft. Right. So then they'll probably draft Zion. So then if you're a free agent, you're looking at it, you go, wait, I could go to the Knicks, play with KD, Kyrie, and maybe Zion. Or I can go to the Lakers and deal with all the drama that seems to be just seeping out of that organization right now. Right. And the other thing to consider is if you went to the Lakers right now, you would also always be like i know it sounds kind of contradictory but everything you do would be looked at as a story Mm -hmm. if you said anything about one of your teammates that's a story right well you're in the biggest you're in the biggest media market or one of the biggest media markets on the planet sure you're under the microscope right so if a reporter asks you a tough question and you answer and it's like not not taken out of context but if it's get gets misconstrued or people right. misunderstand what you're saying or you were critical of LeBron or anything right. like that or like, if you said anything about any one of your teammates that is a story that is a oh what's happening in this locker room oh my gosh is Zach the cancer of this locker room right. like you don't know and and that's got to be really challenging to deal with mentally mm-hmm. on top of the fact that you're in the goddamn NBA, <laughs> which is right. like already has to be stressful enough. So I don't know. That feels like too many variables oh, for me. A hundred percent. I, and it's sort of, it's one of those things. Like if I'm, I, this is such a dumb analogy and like such a dumb metaphor for this. All right. I'm but ready for it. If, if I'm in the market to buy a house right now, like, and I'm going this summer to buy a house right now, in at this point in my life, I don't want a project. Sure. I want something that's moving ready, turnkey, you know, that's like You're not looking for a fixer upper. Right. And so the Lakers right now, they seem like a fixer upper. Sure. There's problems. There are issues there that are very apparent. There's, you know, stuff that you there's a whole wall you gotta take out. 
Well, there's, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's going to put you over your budget. <laughs> there's the Lonzo Ball situation with, mm-hmm. like, his, like, issues with Big Baller brand. and The basement is unfinished. Right, the basement's unfinished. <laughs> I, I just, I'm trying to have a home the theater down there. I don't want to deal with it. Yeah, like, no, that, that doesn't sound like a fun time for me. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't open floor plan, god damn right. it. <laughs> yeah, I just need to tear down that support beam and get the open floor plan. Is I've that too wanted. much to ask? Um, but but seriously, you like you sort of understand what I'm saying, where it's like, I don't know that if I'm a free agent, I'm like, this is the best move for me. Yeah, I agree. Going into this situation, it's a lot of drama. It's a lot of bullshit to be handling. Right. And I think that if this was a more attractive place to be, we would see free agents talking about this. I think, because remember last summer when we were all pretty dead set on Paul George going to the Lakers? Vividly. Because I I think it was confirmed. People were like, it's happening. And then he stayed in OKC, Mm -hmm. which for me was very out of left field. Right. And I think a very telling move as well. Which I think is also where you're getting at. And I, right. I don't think we, anybody thought about it at the time because there was really nothing to think about. The Lakers still seemed really attractive. They just made a bunch of roster moves, things like that. And they have a good young core to work around. But all of a sudden, I'm looking back on that and going, what happened? Right. In the pro, was he really that in love with Casey or when he was doing some more dig, or sorry, OKC? That was not the reason I was giving you that face. (laughs) I was giving you that face because is he really so in love with OKC is not a sense I ever thought I'd hear. Right. But but that's that's the thing. It made you question that. For sure it did. It it made It's what is going on in LA. Right. And so you sit there and you go, is he really that in love with OKC? Or what's going on when he was in talks with the Lakers maybe he met with the team did he have conversations where he just felt like you know maybe this isn't the best move for me anymore which further illustrates my point of everything you do is a story right because this is entirely speculation we have spent what how long have we been recording like 10 minutes we've spent like 10 minutes on this topic that we know we some know about some about but we, but we have no have. inside information right all we know is what other people have said mm-hmm. and we're just speculating entirely completely but the fact that all this happened it kind of and then you know people are saying Kawhi was gonna go to la mm-hmm. i don't see it now i don't right. see it as well as i did before i'm like because originally in my mind it was sort of a done deal i was like yeah that makes sense he's gonna go to he's at toronto and then he's going to be going to L.A. I just don't see it as a done deal anymore, which is new. Right. Um, but I think it's – there's a lot of free agents I've heard that about. Like, mm-hmm. oh, they're looking at L.A. Oh, my God, what's that going to be like? What's right. that going to be like playing with the LeBron? Wait, mm-hmm. why aren't they going to L.A.? It's just – It's the ongoing cycle of that story. Right. Right. Um, anyway, we've beat the horse dead on that. Yeah. So we're going to move forward. It is my favorite time of year. Oh yeah, it is. because I we I get this awesome transition where we go from March Madness right into the NHL playoffs within like a week. Yeah, within a week of each other, and I just love it. Yeah, I I the NHL playoffs, and I will die on this hill, a hundred percent. It is the hardest trophy to win in sports. It is the most grueling pr- playoff to win, and 
it takes it, it, it takes more of a full team effort in my opinion and playing more complete games than any other sport yeah because it is it's brutal yeah i mean just to get out of your conference you're talking about three seven game series and then you get to go and play in the finals yeah that's crazy and like i had never actually watched a hockey game before right um until like what was that monday night wednesday night yeah i know i thought okay yeah it was wednesday okay I just can't tell time. That's fine. Um, <laughs> so Wednesday, it was the first night I'd watched a hockey game and I was blown away. Yeah. It was really, really fun to watch. Yeah. First of all. It, it, it's so fast. It's, I, I mean, and, and this is where I, I've heard the same argument over and over again, which is no football's the hardest playoff to win or basketball. And I'm like, I understand those sports are difficult mm-hmm. and I understand the physical toll that those sports take on you. Right. But hockey, it is a high contact sport that you play in. 80- is it really? Yeah. Just the a little fights? bit. Yeah, I know. The fights are high contact. You I'm think. shocked. This yeah. is a sport where you can punch other people. I mm-hmm. think it's fair to say this is tough on your body. Right. Just and you play hot take. 82 but- games in your season and then you go into your playoffs. Right. And you have... And seven-game series, I mean, that's... Right. A ton. And these guys, I mean, they're not fucking around at this point. No, They are going balls to the wall, like, just what anything goes. Um, But it has been insane so far. I love it. Tampa Bay is making their fans sweat. Um, Yeah. Because this is another thing, is going into Wednesday, I knew nothing about any of these teams either. And you were like, oh my God, I'm like, guess what just happened? And like gave me the rundown. I was like, whoa, it's wild. It's like, we're looking at this. And and if you're a basketball fan, you'll get this reference. It's like, if Golden State went into the playoffs this year, and they were about to get bounced in the first round. Yeah. Like that is insane. Everyone would be losing their minds. And it is... They lost again. They had their two home games to start off their series against Columbus, of all places in the world, Columbus. Um, who the hockey capital of America. <laughs> I'm sure I could find a person in Columbus to agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. Um, they they are dropped both games at home. They gave up a three-goal lead, then blew that. And lost game one. So they blew a three and a lead. They did blow a three. Technically, they blew a three to nothing lead. Technically, right. that is that's just fact. It's canon. And at, and at one point in the game, they blew a three to one lead. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Look at that. Tampa Bay. They don't have the clutch gene. I guess they're just they're choke artists. Um, <laughs> Life imitates art. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then tonight they just got blown out of the gym. They lost. Five to one, just they got worked. I mean, I I watched that game and they got. You, you ever watch a game and you go, "Yikes, this is super unfair." Like this is these teams are not balanced. It's sort of like when Alabama most Royals games. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's like when Alabama plays Rice in Week Seven for some <laughs> reason. Like you go, oof. You just look at the matchup and you're like, oh wow, right. <laughs> wow. Rice made it off the bus. Good for them. Like that, that is a win. Yeah. You guys. A completed pass, and I'm like out of my seat clapping. <laughs> like um, You played hard. You played fair. Right. 
and that's what we're dealing with. It's like if fun. it's like if Rice came into down to Tuscaloosa and just kicked Alabama in the face and said, "Fuck you, we're gonna win now." Seriously, this is the equivalent. It, it's pretty shocking. That's crazy. I mean, they tied. Tampa Bay had 128 points in the standings. They tied a win record this year. They won 62 games. Oh, that's right. You told me that. Right. And that hasn't been done since the 95-96 season. And that was done by a Red Wing team. Mm -hmm. That was far and away the most dominant team in the world at that time. Sure. And so you're dealing with a circumstance where, yeah, this, this team by all measures is way better than Columbus is, but Columbus has taken it to him. Yeah, and that's what makes that's what makes these playoffs so great. You so what's gonna happen? So who are you cheering for? Um, it's it's kind of hard for me because, in the last few years, have been difficult for me because I grew up, my team was always in the playoff. Like we made the the Red Wings made the playoffs for twenty five straight years. So I wow. never had, yeah, I never had to think about it. Like it was like, oh, we're in the playoffs again. Perfect. Like that is incredible. Right. And so I, I it was never something that I really had to concern myself with the team that I want to make a run right now, two teams that I want to make a run for the sake of entertainment mm-hmm. is Winnipeg because their fans are incredible. Like they did a whiteout tonight. That stadium was rocking um that's awesome it, they, they have amazing fans and carolina just because why not <laughs> yeah. um but yeah it is it's gonna be phenomenal love the playoffs love hockey you will see me tweeting about it for the entire the next two months that this whole thing takes to get over with wow yeah that's it, a long time yeah when i mean i get what you mean now by yeah. grueling for sure. It, it's brutal. You're adding two months onto your season and everyone ramps up the intensity. Um, but yeah, it is so exciting. I don't even have it. Like, I think this playoff field is so balanced. You can make outside of Tampa Bay, who was the most dominant, and I'm going to put that in air quotes, team going into this playoff. You can make a case right now for every single team in the playoffs to win the championship. Wow. There, There's not one team who's in the playoffs right now who you're like, no, I totally, I 100% couldn't see something happening to where they win. I think that's really fun. Yeah. That is really fun. I like that a lot. Right. And the games are proven it. I mean, first night, I, every game was a one goal game except for one. And, you know. It'll be good. So I have no idea. I don't even have a Stanley Cup prediction. Yeah, I'm. Ha- I'm really excited to watch. Um, I wonder how many times I've said that on the show. Yeah. Anyway, I'm super <laughs> excited to watch. It'll be my first season ever of watching hockey. Right. And watching the playoffs. So there you go. Um, I think it'll be really fun to just like you know dip my toes in the water. Right. Whatever. And, and I feel like you're dipping your toes into the water with hockey at the exact right time. Right. Like I'm just gonna hop into this at I'm the doing most intense time possible. Doing the polar plunge. Right. Oh, <gasps> that's our hockey pun. It's like going. It's the polar plunge. You guys, it took me a while, but I got there. She did it. Um, it's like going cage diving with sharks for the first time, mm-hmm. and they've just chummed the water, like, and you're just diving in. <laughs> that's what you're diving into right now. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be great. We have 
to wrap this up, mm-hmm. some kind of exciting news for you guys. Um, we're working on a potential collaboration. We're not going to say with who right now because we haven't sorted all of it out with another podcast that is big in the KU community and has interviewed people that we're familiar with um, and interviewed Smacker Miles recently as well. I was well. going to say, that was pretty obvious. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but we're working on setting something up with them. Hopefully we get it organized soon enough. Yeah, we're super stoked, so stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll start shouting them out on social media, and they're going to do the same to us. I mean, you could you could probably figure out who it is pretty quickly if you went to our Twitter and did some slight investigation. Wow. Yeah. You know what? This is incentive to go on our Twitter. Be a sleuth, you yeah. know? Be a sleuth. Go <laughs> go to our followers. Try to figure it out. There's not that many. You'll, you'll have a pretty easy time. <laughs> um, so nice little segue. Right. Uh, with that, follow us on Twitter at Easy Sports Pod. Exactly. Stay posted or stay up to date on everything that we're doing. We're getting more active on there. Um, trying to be better about that. Um, uh, be sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Yep. Uh, tell us what you're liking, what you're not liking, what you want to hear more of. We still had no one reach out to us about the Mitchell Smith comment. Yeah, that was. we want to know. I'm cu- I'm you know legitimately what? curious. If you're also if you're on the Twitter and you're sleuthing about that, sleuth about Mitchell Smith. Yeah, tell, <laughs> tell us, us what we want to know. Slide into the DMs. <laughs> let us know what's going on with that because I have. Tell us what you need to know, because I don't know what you want. <laughs> you said review Mitchell Smith. He's not like a fucking food. I can't just... <laughs> Do you want me to watch film? What do you need? <laughs> um, but anyway, thank you so much for joining us. I know this wasn't our normal schedule. It's now Saturday morning. It is 1 oh, a.m. on Saturday morning. So, um, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us in the Easy Sports Podcast. We'll see you guys next time.